Tonight's Wheeling Naylor profile set a new career high last night with his 50th point of the season setting up the overtime goal. It's forward Zach Lynch. And Zach, that was quite the game last night. A lot of offense, but first of all, that overtime goal, tie up along the near side wall. How did it get freed up and how did Alec Butcher get so wide open in front of the net? Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I knew I had three three of their jerseys around me, so I knew there was open space in front. So I just tried to, to chip the puck to, to open ice, and, and luckily Butcher was there and was able to finish it. That's the second time you've had a point in overtime this season as you had the overtime goal here in this building against the Indy Fuel. How careful do you have to be in the three-on-three -three overtime, but at the same time needing to be aggressive to make sure that you get that opportunity if it comes your way? Oh, it's definitely a very different type of play and over time. I mean, you really want to possess the puck as much as you can and have it on your stick, whether that's holding the puck for uh, your guys to change or, or just waiting for that opportunity. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to trade chances in three-on-three, three and, and it's just uh, not, not giving up grade A's. And, and when you're on the offense, you don't want to take grade B or grade C chances in overtime. You want to make sure it's, it, it's a grade A opportunity, and that's when you really push the pace. One of the numbers that fascinated me looking through things today, and this is probably going to surprise you as well, but Nailers have gone to overtime 11 times. The team that has scored the tying goal has lost in overtime nine times out of the 11. How important is it to regroup quickly, especially last night? You had scored on with less than 10 seconds to go, and how strong is this group mentally in putting that behind them and ready to attack the next shift? Yeah, last night was a huge learning lesson for us, and, and uh, we, we were able to stay calm, giving up that two-goal lead uh, with five minutes left, which uh, could have been easy to, to just crumble under that and, and feel sorry for ourselves, blowing a two-goal lead with five minutes left. But we all stayed calm on the bench. We knew we were, we were going to get the job done, and fortunately we were able to do that. Last few weeks you guys have played in a ton of overtime games, a ton of one-goal games in regulation. How do you feel about this group and being able to play those tight games down the stretch, being able to get a lot of points out of them as you try and make that push and lock up a playoff spot here this season? I mean, it's really a, a, an experience thing. The, the first couple times you could tell we weren't really used to the overtime games and the late late one-goal situations. So to have a lot of those come through the year, and, and especially lately to have a lot of overtime and one-goal games, I think we're learning a lot, and especially uh, uh, us being a young group of, of rookies and all that. So it's good for them and good for us to see what we're made of. And I think we've learned a lot, and we've showed that yesterday in those situations. Let's talk about the season that you're having. Last night, as I mentioned, you get your 50th point of the season. That's the first time that you've done it in your professional career. What's this season been like for you? And you're getting a lot of assists too. Have you seen something in your own game that's maybe developed a little bit more this year than you had in your first two? Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. It's it's definitely different for me. I, I definitely uh, last couple years had probably a little more goals at this point, but uh, the assists this year are kind of coming along. I have a lot of guys finishing for me, and that's uh, really important and I've kind of taken that role as a pass first kind of guy I mean I obviously like to shoot but uh, and on this team and in a lot of situations here I'm, I'm, I'm able to find a lot of guys open and, and they've been doing a good job of burying for me so I don't, I don't want to say I've I've changed or anything but just situationally it's seen the assist have been coming a little more easier so I'll take that and uh, as long as they're coming with some wins too that's uh, what, what more can we ask for do you kind of enjoy that playmaking role where you have guys you know on your line that can produce and you can feed it to them and like butcher last night he just goes running in and puts it home yeah no 
no, it's it's huge. It's a huge confidence thing to have, and and I think uh, throughout our lineup we have guys scoring. Uh, there's no uh, just one or two guys. It's top to bottom. We have a lot of goal scoring, so it's good to have that depth in our lineup. Do you notice this is one of the deeper teams that you've played with? You've had nine different guys already this year reach double digits in goals. There's three that are lurking right around it, so it could be up as many as a dozen different players. That seems like a high number. Yeah, I think it's just uh, a lot of guys are getting a lot of opportunities. A lot of guys are playing on the power play. A lot of guys are playing in these late situations. So we're able to roll three lines in almost every situation, so I think that uh, attributes a lot to why the whole lineup is producing. I talked to Dan Fick a couple of weeks ago, part of that Naylor team in 2016 that went to the Kelly Cup Finals. Your guy who's been to postseason play, you've been to an Eastern Conference Final. What have you taken from some of your experiences with those teams? And like you said, there's so many rookies in this group to relate to them just how talented they are. And if they do the right things, this thing could be special. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just getting to playoffs. So right now, that's all we're focused on, and uh, it's not easy to do as uh, as we're we're seeing right now that it's a tight race, and every game at this point is almost a playoff game. So I think that'll be good for us if and when we make it into playoffs. I think for the last month or two months, it's going to be like playoff hockey for us. So uh, it, it'll definitely help us out a lot once that first series comes. Teams talk a lot about depth, heart, character. What's one of the biggest attributes you see with this team that's going to help it down the stretch? Ah, I mean, just pretty relentless. Like uh, last night, uh, when we blow that two-goal lead, we we didn't give up. We knew we still uh, were able to stay calm and get it done. So I think uh, in any situation, uh, even when we went on this six or seven, closer to ten game slump, uh, we still know we're we're in the hunt. We still know we're going to keep pushing forward to to turn this turn this around in the right direction so I think no matter what situation we've been faced with uh, just relentless work ethic and, and and keeping our nose to the grindstone has been our our motto here outstanding Zach I really appreciate you spending a few minutes of time to speak with me congratulations again on reaching the 50 point plateau for the first time in your career and go get them again tonight all right thanks DJ Zach Lynch of your Wheeling Nailers our guest on the Wheeling Office Supply Intermission Report will come back with out-of-town scores and third period action on the Nailers Broadcast Network